Welcome to Rhema for Today. My grandfather always said the number one reason why people do not get their needs met is they don't, they don't read the word. They don't know the word. If you don't know the word, you can't act upon the word. And my grandfather always said, I'm a stickler for the word. You have to know what the word of God says. And if you don't know what the word of God says, then you don't know what to do whenever you're facing all kinds of obstacles, all, all kinds of things coming your way. Because you know, when Jesus was tempted, what did he do? He, he read the word to the devil. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're going to hear an inspiring message from each of the Hagan family. Reverend Craig Hagan will start his message entitled, This is Only a Test. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Craig Hagan with today's message. Well, praise God. It's a wonderful day. Amen. And I, I just thank you once again for giving me the opportunity to, to spend some time with you and to, to share into your lives and to pour my heart into you. And, you know, so, sometimes, you know, you think you know, it, it's my honor and privilege to be up here and, and to share with you and to, to help you. And then, you know, it's such a wonderful time as well now that through technology that we can go around the world that that right now as 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 we as we speak that there are people that are watching us in every time zone around the world and and god just blesses us amen amen well if you have your bibles and you should have your bibles if you don't have your bibles doesn't matter you probably have some kind of device because now very few people now carry dumb phones most people have smartphones and on the smartphone there is a bible app so so if you have your bibles i want you to turn to james chapter one and I'm going to read today from the New Living Translation. Um, um, the New Living Translation, uh, sorry, in, in James chapter 1, um, starting with verse number 2. Sometimes, you know, I, I read from the New King James, but here recently I've been reading a lot from the New Living because it's new and living. Um, you know, and, and I'm new and living. And so, no, a lot of times, you know, when you read from some modern translations, you actually get a, a new look to something you've already read over and over again, something that you've, you know, you've um, studied. And, and, you know, and, and I don't know about you, that every time I read the word, I get something new out of it. You know, and, and, and if you're not getting something new, you need to read it more. Or, or maybe you need to really read. I mean, you know, there's reading and really reading. Now, I, I went to school, I mean, you know, I, I went to college, I went to Rama as well, and there are times that we had to read a book because, you know, we had a grade, and that's when you read. And there are times whenever you had to, to, to read a book, um, you know, for a test and make sure that you not just read it, you actually knew what it said, and that's when you really read. You know, and, and sometimes we read the Bible, and we should really read the Bible. Sometimes we read the Bible, but, you know, because we've got on the, on the one-year Bible plan and we're going to finish the Bible in one year and bless God, you know, we get behind and, but we're, we're going to read 30 days in one day, you know, because we want to make sure we catch back up, you know, you know, and sometimes we think it's more important to get through it than to understand it. And that's not my message, but it's good. You know, and sometimes we almost treat God, you know, like we did in school. You know, we're just getting through it. But really, unless the word gets to you and through you, doesn't matter what you read. I mean, you might as well be, you know, reading, you know, hickory dickory dock. The mouse went up the clock. I mean, you know, 
Because if, if you're not getting anything from it, then it's not doing you any good. But I tell you what, when you really read the word of God, when you get into the word of God, and you know, it's just so amazing. You know, I, I just think about, and you know, like I said, this is not my message either, but I, but I just think about, um, especially the words of Paul. I mean, I, I really have got, get a lot from the words of Paul. And, and I think about, you know, this is like 2000 years ago that Paul wrote these words, you know, really whenever he was writing these words and some of them from a jail cell and some of them are from wherever, you know, he never thought that 2000 years ago that, that, that some guy in Tulsa, Oklahoma would be still getting a lot about it, you know, a lot from his, um, the things that he penned. But he also didn't think about people around the world, that it, how much of a difference it would make in their life. You know, but it can't make a difference if you're not really reading it. My grandfather always said the number one reason why people do not get their needs met is they don't, they don't read the word. They don't know the word. If you don't know the word, you can't act upon the word. And my grandfather always said, I'm a stickler for the word. You have to know what the word of God says. And if you don't know what the word of God says, then you don't know what to do whenever you're facing all kinds of obstacles, all, all kinds of things coming your way. Because you know, when Jesus was tempted, what did he do? He, he read the word to the devil. You, you understand that? When he was tempted, the only thing he ever said was the word. He said, for it is written. If you don't know what's written, you can't use the word. And when you're facing your difficulties and your trials and your tribulations, if you don't know the word, if you're not really reading it, you know, a lot of people know what brother so-and-so says, but they don't know what the word says. You know, sometimes in nothing wrong, I mean, I, I always, I, I, I very much encourage you whenever you hear this message, you know, you hear any messages, messages or whatever. First of all, I encourage you to always check in on Facebook so we know people know where you're at. Secondly, I always encourage you to, you know, if there's something that really inspires you to, to put it on social media, to, to tweet about it or, what, or, or whatever. But sometimes people get more out of the tweets from brother so-and-so then they get out of the tweets from Paul and the tweets from Jesus and the word of God, because you know what, what Paul wrote was more important than what brother so-and-so said, you know, and what Jesus said, you know, and it, it's really easy in your Bible to understand what Jesus said. And of course my Bible's all, all, you know, has all kinds of different colors, but you know, it's, it's in red. You can know Jesus is talking because it's red. Now, people don't realize it. I mean, I know I've, I've seen people say, well, you know, well, that can't be true. Well, Jesus said it. Anyway, let's read from James chapter one, verse number two, the New Living Translation says this. It says, dear brothers and sisters. First of all, you know what? I just appreciate that, that, that he's concerned about people. You know, he wasn't trying to be rude. He, he said, hey, hey, guys, um, this is what I want to tell you. I, I, I got some words for you. And he says this. He says, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Now, what he was saying is, you know, in life, you're going to have some troubles. You're going to have some trials. You're going to have some disappointments. You're going to have some adverse circumstances. You're, you're going to have some tough times. That's just life. Life happens. And sometimes... You face disappointment. Sometimes you face trials. Sometimes you face tests. Sometimes you face all kinds of situations. But he says in, in here, you know, he says, consider an opportunity for great joy. Now, if you know other translations, it says count it all joy. 
You know, and many people, you know, many times that we, what we say is, you know, maybe we're not joyful, but we need to count it as joy. But actually, I'm rethinking what I used to think before. When I look at this, it says, considering it a great opportunity for great joy. You know, and sometimes we think about, you know, joy, it is an emotion. I mean, you know, it's, you know sometimes, you know, there's a, a big game happens and you're real happy and joyful about it. In fact, it's interesting how a lot of Christians are more joyful about a big game than they are about God. And I'm not trying to get on. I, I get excited about big games too. Or, or, or maybe you happen to be in one of these big games in Hollywood, you know, and you, you're there on the prices, right? And, and, you know, all of a sudden it opens and the guy says, a new car, and, you know, and you get all jumping up and down and thrilled about it. You know, people get thrilled about it and then they lose and they're you know, not too thrilled anymore because they got thrilled about it before they even had a chance to even win the car. Now it's a whole lot more thrilling after you win the car. But what's not thrilling after you win the car and find out how much you have to pay in taxes because you won that car, then you're like, man, I wasn't too thrilled anymore. Um, anyway, but that's not my sermon. My sermon is, you know, considered an opportunity for great joy. You know, and, and I've started thinking about this, first of all. I started thinking about, you know, what a privilege and a pleasure because I, I don't know how people that don't know God make it. You know, whenever I face difficulties and trials and, and adverse circumstances, I mean, if I didn't have God, I don't, I don't know how I'd make it. So it's easy to have joy because I have God. Now, you know, just to, to let you know, I mean, many, many, you know, obviously you guys know a lot about my life. I mean, about two years ago at this point in time, I went in the hospital I mean, with some kidney issues. And, and from, from that point on, it seems like the devil's hit me left and right and my family left and right, all kinds of issues. But you know what? I'm still standing. And I still have joy. But I tell you what, I've had many disappointments and many times to not to be joyful. But every time I face an opportunity not to be joyful, you know, in the end, I might have some tears. And they're not tears of joy. Well, you know, you know there's tears, tears of joy. But you know what? Every time I have tears on the inside, something comes up on the inside, and that's the word. And I, I begin to think about who I am in Christ. I begin to think about, you know, you know, this is not the end, but only the beginning. And, you know, I, I, I think about the, the scripture in, in the Old Testament about, about not leaning to my own understanding because I don't understand. But it's not about what I understand, it's about what I know. You know, I put my faith and my trust in God. You know, my keynote scripture in life is Mark 11, um, 22, have faith in God. And my faith is always in God. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And it doesn't matter what it seems like. And it doesn't matter what it feels like. You know, I'm going to keep my joy regardless. You know, and, and we, you know, here, we try to be pretty transparent. We try to let you know about our trials and, and our tribulations and things that our family you know, is going through. And the reason we do that is, is not to glorify what the devil's doing. It is you know, two reasons. You know, first of all, just like when you're going through troubles and trials, you know, we want to pray with you, but we want you to pray with us and believe with us because we're better united. United we stand, divided we fall. You know, and, and so sometimes, you know, I know some people are afraid to, to be transparent because they'll think, well, well, you don't have any faith. No, I have faith. That's why I'm saying it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in the offer is the three CD series from Kenneth Hagen entitled Ages, Stages, and Generations. The next item is the slimline book from Reverend Lynette Hagen called It's Your Time to Shine. We're also offering Reverend Craig Hagen's CD called This Is Only a Test. And to finish out this great offer is Reverend Denise Hagen Burns's CD Living in Continual Peace. All this for the special price of $22.95. That's $18 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen Burns. Coming up... Sunday, May 5th, is International Rhema Day, and that's just a time where we um, send in your financial support for Rainbow Bible Training College, as well as pray for the, for the students and, and the staff and people like that, as well as share about our college. You know, we have 82,000 graduates around the world that are doing wonderful things, and if you're interested in maybe becoming a student or know someone who might want to, you know, you need to let them know about Rainbow Bible Training College. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Craig Hagen will continue his message, This is Only a Test. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. <laughs>